Thanks for joining us for the Bread of Life, a ministry of the Bread of Life Fellowship in Boise. To contact us, call us at 208-331-4096. That number again is 208-331-4096. We are continuing a study in the book of Hebrews. It's been said that the theme of the book of Hebrews is everything better in Christ. But it's more than that. The author's theme is everything culminated, everything fulfilled, everything answered in Jesus. He is our bread of life. Now here's Joel Van Hoogen. Hebrews 12.1 tells us that we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. These are all the faithful who have trusted in God's salvation and lived in surrendered faith to Him throughout all the ages that have gone before us. These give witness to us that the life of faith is possible. They tell us that you can live faithfully to Jesus regardless of your circumstances because others have done it before you. Many, many others. They are called a cloud because like a cloud they envelop you with their presence. There are so many of them that they are like a mist that surrounds you everywhere you look and everywhere you go. If you've ever walked in the clouds on some mountaintop, you know what it's like to be surrounded by it. That is how it is with these. And they are calling you to follow after their lead and race on after Christ to, like them, you finish the race and win the prize that belongs to the faithful. Paul actually tries to instruct Timothy along this same line of argumentation. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, Paul is going to call for Timothy to endure in his ministry, to be faithful in the ministry that God has given him. And Paul is basically going to say, listen, this life of faith is doable, it's livable, it can be accomplished, it can be lived out by the power of the Holy Spirit working within you. And Paul will say, I'm an example of this to you. Paul is writing this letter. This is the last letter that Paul writes. Paul, very soon now, is going to be drawn up into this cloud of witnesses And he's saying, listen, I can be an exemplar of this very life of faith that I'm commending to you. 2 Timothy chapter 4. You might want to look at it for a second. It's verses 5 and 8. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 5 through 8. Verses 1 through 4 are along the same lines. But just for brevity's sake, let me just read to you these three verses. Four verses. But you being watchful in all things, endure infliction, do the work of the evangelist, Fulfill your ministry. Be faithful. Be enduring. Carry out the work God has given you to do. I know it's possible, Timothy, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness with the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day, and not me only. There are others who bear witness to this truth as well but also to all who have loved his appearing. Paul's life is not the only life that's been lived in this way. Many others can say to us as well, we have fought the good fight, we've finished the race, we've claimed the crown, follow on after us for it can be done. It's available to you. Here's a third application to this. Don't exempt yourself from the lessons learned in these and among this cloud of witnesses. Listen again to 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. No temptation. 
But God is faithful and will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear up under it. Remember, you're in the middle of a cloud. And one of the things we mentioned about a cloud is wherever you look when you're walking the cloud, you look through the cloud. Every vantage point, every situation, you filter your view through the cloud. And here's the situation. There's no place in your life. There's no experience in your life. There's no encounter you're having in your life. There's no difficulty that you experience. There's nothing in your life that is germane just to you, that's unique just for yourself. There's nothing internal within you that makes you exempt from a life of faith. And there's nothing you're facing outside of you that makes you exempt from the life of faith. But that there's not a person of faith whose life gives witness that you can't endure and God can give victory. And their life speaks to us. You can't say, you know what, actually, my situation is unique. My difficulty is different from everybody else. If you only knew what I was going through. We do that all the time, by the way. As we're lamenting and we're weighing a moment of unfaithfulness, of turning from God's will, we think, yeah, but I have a unique situation and circumstance here. Look through the cloud, folks. Look at that decision you're making. Look at the thing you you want to give in to or yield to or this moment of pity that you want to sink in. And you look through the cloud and you'll see there were others as weak as you, as challenged as you were who endured by God's grace, by faith, clinging to the Savior. They endured, and God granted them victory. He can do the same for you. You can't exempt yourself from the truth and the message that they yielded to and bowed to and the work that God did in their life because yours is unique. Now, you're walking in a cloud of witnesses. It's all around you telling you it's not the case. Here's the fourth thing. The fourth thing this says Live out your place among these faithful witnesses. There are those, by the way, who make professions of faith but don't have a true possession of the same. They live lives that don't give an encouragement to others, but ultimately their lives are a great discouragement to others. They are not examples of God's grace. Their lives are a denial, a living denial, seemingly saying there is no grace and no power to be found in Jesus Christ. Paul speaks to Titus about them and says in Titus chapter 1, verse 16, they profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him. They're not giving that witness. Jude actually identifies what these people are like. You know what he says? He's like, he says they're clouds with no rain. They've got nothing to bring forward to you. You have to look at your own life and decide whether that's a summary of your life or not. If it is... Bunch of empty professions without any rain, any outpouring of the grace of God from your life. I just want you to know that if you will throw all of your hope and all of your trust on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will receive him by faith as one that you may now possess and who may now possess you completely and wholly, your life can become a life of faith. You can be a part of a cloud that pours out the moisture of life and truth. And all around you, it's not too late. Your life can become a witness to others. Let me say this just in conclusion right now. Let me give you one last final lesson from this cloud that surrounds us. The one thing that in a sense they would tell us. Now, without speaking, they show us that this life of faith is possible. But when they speak, what would they say to us is the essence of that life of faith, that enduring faith. I think this is what they'd say to us. Keep Your eyes on the Lord Jesus. 
Look to us long enough only to see where we're looking and see what was the vantage point of our faith. Looking unto Jesus. That's exactly what Paul does again when he commends his life to others. In 1 Corinthians 11.1, he says, Be ye followers of me, even as I also am a follower of Christ. And so here's a, a final application. Here's number five for us in the sense of these applications, and it's this. Don't follow any supposed example of faith that is left behind by another that does not call you to throw all of your energy and all of your life and all of your focus upon the Lord Jesus only. Don't follow the steps of any person, living or dead, whose life isn't lived out in complete and utter surrender to Christ and complete trust in His merits alone. The person who raises himself up or herself up as anything in themselves or who is seeking to make a name for themselves and wants to be something other than just a part of the assembly of the cloud that gathers around the throne of the Lord Jesus crying out, glory, 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 is to be ignored. It's the Lord Jesus that we have to fix our eyes upon. He's the one that we must look to and if they're not teaching you that, they're not teaching you anything of worth or value. In fact, they're only teaching you things that will harm you. Look to those who are teaching you to look to Jesus. Let them testify to you. Let them speak to you. And by the way, I just have to say this. There are individuals who refuse to receive that testimony. Somehow, maybe they've convinced themselves that they're exempt from it. They tell themselves, well, it worked for them, but it won't work for me. And they don't understand that it's not just a few that are giving this example. Multitudes will give this example. History is filled with them. That God works and God grants faith even to the weakest to overcome. If you won't receive their testimony, I'm telling you, their testimony will continue to sound forth. But instead of it witnessing for you and for your advantage, one day before the throne of God, it will witness against you. Their lives and their faith will stand as a witness against you. Let's let it witness to us and for us and for our benefit. I trust, by the way, that that won't be the case for you. I trust you'll believe Him, you'll endure, you'll trust in Him, you'll follow Him, and God and His grace will one day, should He tarry, allow your life as well to speak. Let's bow our heads and let's pray. We've learned to sing the song, Jesus, I would faithful be, give me the power, give me the power. As we sing the song, oh God, forgive us if we think that we're singing or desiring that our life would stand out as unique in the history of the world or before others, that our life somehow would stand out as something that's totally different than what God you have graciously given over and over and over and over again. Instead, O oh God, blend our lives in faithfulness and bring our lives in faithfulness into the great company of saints that have gone before, who in the midst of difficulty and challenges and hardship found the confession that saves, found the confession that delivers them from their sin into a life of righteousness and finds that confession that brings them from earth to glory whether they found the confession late in life or early on, whether their confession was made and it's still speaking to this day, the confession of the thief on the cross at the last moment of their lives, 
whether it was a confession that was made early on and then the power of God came upon them to demonstrate your power to keep us and deliver us from sin in this present age so that we bring glory and honor so that we may bring glory and honor to you lord may we want to join our lives and voices with those thanks for joining our broadcast today i'm joel van hugen and i've been the vocational bible teacher at bread of life fellowship for nearly 20 years During that time my occupation has been that of president and executive director of the international outreach ministry called Church Partnership Evangelism. We currently are training teams of trainers in Asia, countries like India, Indonesia, the Philippines, Burma, and Cambodia. In South America so far this year, we've had trainings in Ecuador, Colombia, and Brazil, and we're also at work in parts of Africa and even Australia. These trainers are leading focused exercises and outreach from the local churches in their nations and multiplying pastors and leaders to follow their example. They're bearing fruit, reporting not only of the numbers who have been evangelized and who are professing faith, but of baptisms and new churches that are being planted. As these trainings multiply, so is multiplying the need to sustain these movements by our prayers and our giving. If you have benefited by the ministry of this broadcast in the past, Let me encourage you to go to the website of Church Partnership Evangelism. It is cpeonline.org and log in as a donor. Give either to our general fund or our training the trainers ministry. In such a way, you can be a part of answering the great commission to make disciples in all nations. If you'd like more information about this ministry or the ministry of Bread of Life Fellowship, call us at 208-331-4096. Until the next time, God bless you.